1: to get you to start thinking in a certain way mm-hmm. relative to your inflammatory issues and so on and so forth. So, Since um, Dr. Gates was the one who really thought this was a pertinent topic, I t- what I'm going to do is I'm going to let him run with it and I'll just kind of like jump in here every now and then if necessary to maybe translate a few words for you or something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> But how, this was your interest. Why don't you share with them what your interests were in bringing this to the forefront?
0: Well, you have studied under Dr. Dan Murphy, as have I. <laughs> I did. Dr. Dan Good Murphy guy. is a Good guy. fantastic uh, physician, and he has brought to light to many chiropractors the beneficial effects of fish oil. And when I was going through my training, uh, Dr. Murphy, would just us was study after study after study on the effects of fish oil relative to heart disease, relative to.
1: Chronic and he does pain. seminars.
0: On. He does and he does entire two-day seminars, yeah. on fish oil. Hundreds of articles, and there are thousands of articles in the literature. But yeah. so he talks about fish oils at nauseum, and yes, fish oils are beneficial. The basic premise of fish oils is that. The foods we eat here in the United States of America are largely inflammatory, especially the meats that we eat. So that cow that you're eating when you're having a hamburger, when it's out in the pasture, its inflammatory ratio to non-inflammatory ratio is 4 to 1. And then once that cow goes to the feedlot and it eats corn basically for three weeks, its inflammatory ratio goes to 25 to 1 to inflammatory, to non-inflammatory, and so the argument for fish oil is that, well, we're eating a very inflammatory diet, so therefore, we need to take fish oil, which will counterbalance the inflammation from our diet, and yes, there have been beneficial effects uh, demonstrated in the literature. However, as Dr. Rutherford is saying, and as I started to observe too in clinical practice, is that we would use fish oils, and they just didn't seem to make as much of a difference hardly any difference compared to these other modalities. That we, we get so using. many patients that come in here and that I, when when I'm doing the interviews to kind of qualify
1: that person to determine whether they would respond to the types of things that we do. Um, one of the things that I'll see is, is a lot of people come in with two bags. One will be their drugs and one will be their supplements. And one of the first questions we'll ask to try to get some data on what might be happening with that person is, so. Are, which of those supplements are helping you? And frequently, well, the answer will be, well, I don't know. Or a person might have a whole bag of supplements, and and, um, and maybe they'll say one or two of them. I th- this one seems to change this symptom. The rest, I really don't know. I'm just taking them. I, I can honestly say I have never had anybody say fish oil in the category of fish oil has changed right. everything right. for me. Right. And I don't know. We it just I It's it's a big industry. I'm not trying to put the fish oil people out of business, and I understand the theory behind it. I, I get it. Um, I don't take fish oil, <laughs> and I've had plenty of reasons in my brain to take fish oil, with multiple concussions and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But uh, yeah, you know, the, the we have not seen somebody come in and go, Wow, you know, I took fish oil, it changed my life. No, no, or or got rid of my symptoms, or it even lessened my symptoms. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so I would agree with you there.
0: And I think when we look at the way we structure our program, and we'll talk about it later, if you look at someone's diet, you can take three grams of fish oil a day, and that's all well and good, but if you're eating 30 grams of inflammatory fat.
1: <laughs> so, so if you were the cow, instead
0: of taking fish oil, you would stop
1: eating the corn. Right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there's a silly, there's a, there's of a very, very right silly, That is the broadcast. Okay, we're done. You know, we've we'll know. Week. We'll see you next week. But in essence, that's really that's the it. key. I mean yeah. what what we try to accomplish here and what we think should try to be accomplished today is um, is to try to come up with protocols that are gonna allow people to eliminate their pro their problem long term, taking the minimum amount of whatever drugs, supplements, whatever needs that, you know to be taken at a minimum because frankly, that's going to increase compliance. If a person has to take, a, you know th- 30 supplements three times a day, which I have seen in patients coming in, that has to be enormously expensive, that expense and just taking that three times a day decreases compliance. If that's your program that makes you feel better, and I, I don't know how 13, 30 supplements a day can make you feel better. And I know people out there are jumping through the ceiling right now. But um, that decreases compliance. Our place, is here, our place, our clinic, is called Power Health. And, and what I should have named it was Empower, N-power, Empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R, <clears throat> Health. Because that's really what it was intended to do, was to give the power back to the patient. Uh, a lot of our patients... Who drive by here in Reno, Nevada, poke their head in and say, "Oh, Power Health! I thought this was a gym <laughs> <laughs> to make power." But, but really, that's what it's all about. And it's 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 our, at least it's my belief, that if you have to take things, and, and I'm not saying I mean I I take a couple supplements and I even take a thyroid medication for those of you who are going to be jumping out of your skins right now. Okay, but but um, but I, I feel the the more you have to take. The more you have to depend on doctors, the more you have to depend on people. The, I, I think the less it empowers you. I think you feel a little bit weaker as a human being, and I actually think that that affects your immune system, and I, and I believe that it affects your overall health. So, not to bang on fish oil, but it's like the very perfect entity to make mm-hmm. this this point because we just don't see it making a whole lot of difference. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't brain, brain function. You know, and there's been a ton of studies on cognitive decline that fish oil can prevent that. This is that. the brain gut. And, you know, that's all well and good. And we're not saying not to take fish oil, but what we are saying is that you probably should look at the other larger factors that result in the need for fish oil. So if and you I have... guess
1: if they're one of the people out there who actually has fish oil that helped them, then they're going to scream, you're an idiot. Yeah. It really help We'll probably them. get a
0: lot of really nice comments. Man, then you really need to listen to this <laughs> because you got
1: some... You get some stuff going on in you that's causing inflammation in in your brain that that needs to be addressed more than taking fish oil.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No, no, it's true. And so, you know, if you have inflammation, if you have heart disease, if you have severe chronic pain, if you have cognitive decline or you feel that you're going into Alzheimer's, then, yeah, fish oil can be a benefit. We do use fish oil, as we've said. We just haven't seen a huge jump in results. I've seen one improvement in pain using high-dose fish oil. I will say that, one improvement. Uh, We've treated a lot more than one patient. Yeah, and that's in three years. Um, so maybe our, our great patient out there is watching. But overall, what we're trying to get at is, okay, so if you're consuming three grams of fish oil but 30 grams of inflammatory fat, that's probably where we need to start looking. And we need to start looking at your diet to see what you're eating is actually making up your cellular membranes. And I think that's where fish oil was such a novel concept because they were saying, oh, my gosh, you could take this little, this this good fat, and you're, the person will feel better, they'll have less inflammation, and it's because of the concept that our cells are made up of what we eat, which seems so simple, but lots of times in healthcare that is forgotten. Mm-hmm. And so that Big Mac is going to turn into your cells, and then if, let's say, you bend over and you hurt your back, and the cells in your lower back, a few of them start to split apart, well, all that inflammatory fat from the Big Mac starts going into... Your your bloodstream basically, and that activates your immune system to attack that area, so it creates amplified inflammation. Whereas, if and you're, you're wondering
1: why you're not getting better if the yeah. chiropractor's adjusting yeah, you, exactly. or the acupuncture is working on you, or the physical therapist is working on you, and nobody's looking at at, at this particular aspect. And and today it's becoming more popular for musculoskeletal uh, practitioners and massage therapists, etc., to give certain types of things to help the inflammation. But still, what we're trying to make the point of is <laughs> where the rubber meets the road, and a lot of you are going to want to hear this maybe, is what's going into your system. Stress, mm-hmm. Stress infections, infections. You're, we're going to talk about those yeah. types of things. But mm-hmm. but I, I, would, I would particularly say if you're one of the people out there that fish oil has helped, um, and we don't meet a lot of them, and, and I'm just telling you, this is what we do for a living. Um, a lot of the things that, that we're going to talk about here over the next 20 or 30 minutes um, or, or, or why you you're needing to take that if you're not someone who wants to change your uh, your, your your lifestyle if, if you will mm-hmm.
0: um, Maybe you don't need to watch the next 20 30 <laughs> Well, and let's use you as an example. So Dr. Rutherford is a grain-free vegetarian He will probably never have a heart attack even if he lives to be 170 years old <laughs> It's not my goal just for the record but he's eliminated the factors that underlie all that inflammation that plagues heart disease patients and things of that nature now yes we're we're all going to die at some point but looking he's handling the things on a daily basis to prevent systemic disease rather than needing to take fish oil as an example so that's really where we're going why don't we go into the fine set how about you go over that what yeah, do you want you me to go over the phone? <laughs> okay. So well, we had, the, yeah, we had yeah. the pleasure of being with Dr. Alex Vasquez. Dr. Vasquez started his training as a chiropractor, then he became a naturopath. Then he became a doctor of osteopathy, basically a medical doctor. And he has basically a great perspective on all sides of the healthcare continuum. And so he put on a seminar last year termed the International Conference on Human Nutrition and Functional Medicine. And he presented his flowchart, so to speak, of how he works up a patient. And we have adopted this in our clinic, and it's really clinically very useful and has a ton of utility. So in other words, our percentage of patients
1: that are getting better has gone up significantly, um, as well as the time uh, elements for them to get through protocols to get better have also reduced. So people are getting better. more people are getting better faster.
0: And I must say, it's easier to communicate with patients too. Kind of like yeah. I laid out your program. Yeah. I can say, okay, here's the food you need to focus on, so on and so forth. Yeah. So, it entails looking at someone's food. What a concept! And so, it starts with yeah, starts with food. It starts with food. And you know, relative to the fish oil topic, we may as well broach grass-fed meats. At this point, oh, as well, and so we're now seeing, as I mentioned, that the cow when it's out in the pasture it has an inflammatory ratio of four to one, rather than the cow that goes to the feedlot that has a ratio of thirty to one, and so or twenty-five to one, and so a lot of people are now consuming grass-fed beef, uh, organic, free-range chickens that haven't ate grain, and what they're seeing there is that when they eat those meats, and they're not getting the inflammatory fats uh, like the standard American diet provides from any standard supermarket so that's one very big deal so we talk about people's food and we see that there are certain foods that feed concentrations of bacteria in the gut that we're now seeing that create a ton of inflammation that we're going to talk about inflammation coming from your gut Um, we also see that certain dietary proteins let's just use casein and whey as an example from milk so milk proteins can be very inflammatory on the system and promote insulin and things of that nature. So we look at diet intensively, but diet is not the only thing. Diet is one of seven factors that we consider. Yeah, diet is eat food allergies.
1: Mm-hmm. Diet is food allergies. Diet is mm-hmm. lack of, a, well, maybe not lack of absorption. That would be another part of this. But I'm diet sure. is, yeah. is uh, as Dr. Gates said, kind of the, uh, what do you call it, the sad diet, standard American diet, McDonald's and uh Burger King, it's food allergies, it's modified foods, it's it's foods with bacteria with uh, antibiotics in them. That's that's yeah, that's right. what you need to look at when you have chronic people coming in. People, I'm writing an article right now called "Why you know, Why Am I Not Getting Better?" This is basically the article we're going we to adapt it from fish one well, why I'm not getting better, and 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 that's what you're that's what you need to look at food wise, and all that's inflammatory. In fact, when Dr. Gates gets to the part of this. In my article that says inflammation is a big part of why you're not getting better, I refer, I then I say, and everything in this article and everything we're going to talk about here and more is inflammation. And do you want to, do you want to just take, and, and there are some things out there that are very powerful for inflammation. The turmeric can be powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of these um, juices that. that right, the, Zango, the Zango, I mean, they actually, to me, get a better result than the fish oil. on top, And they're not cheap. And they're not cheap. They're, they are not cheap. <laughs> but uh, if people think our vitamins are, are, are pricey, uh, those things are pricey-er. But, but they do help. They do the inflammation. But if you're going to get a long-term result, you can take that at, at a shot glass a day and so on and so forth. And, and, and I mean, and if that's within the framework of your ability, that's fine. But eventually, you start losing the battle. If you start doing all the other things, and then you have to start taking more and, and more. Where our goal is to get a long-term effect by going to the cause of the problem, the cause of the inflammation, which is like everything we're going to talk about today and more, as I said before. So yeah, so we get that is the key. We get that fish oil is going to supposed to do that. We haven't seen fish oil make a big whoop. That's why we picked on fish oil versus. Zango or any of these other things, because they do seem to do better yeah. than me. Yeah. They do seem to get, and turmeric, we, we've we used turmeric when we've gotten to a point in treatment where the inflammation just wasn't breaking, and we needed to make a breakthrough, but we didn't use it forever. We used it just to make a breakthrough and then get on with the rest of the, the protocol, which Dr. Gates can start talking about. Yeah, I mean, the next thing is, what, infections you want to talk about? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, absolutely. We'll about infections infection. create inflammation,
0: too. <laughs> right, and so we're now seeing relative to autoimmune disease infections within the gastrointestinal tract. Infections, for example, in the thyroid are triggering the immune system to try and kill these bad bacteria or viruses, and as a consequence, that creates inflammation throughout the system. So you can be taking your three grams of fish oil a day, but it likely is not going to combat all that inflammation coming from your immune system right? or aloe vera
1: or turmeric right. or whatever
0: yeah you and what I fish you should cause inflammation
1: but official is good because again we're not we're not trying to bang on the fish oil. we're just saying man, there's a ton of fish oil out there and there's a ton of people taking it and it's really expensive and we just haven't had the experience. And there's a ton of
0: people still with chronic disease who are not getting better. Yeah who aren't getting better. Yeah and so infections are a big part of it We talk about nutrition and nutrition only from the standpoint of are you getting the right vitamins from what you're eating, basically eating a colorful diet, which means a diet that's rich in many vegetables of different colors is probably the best thing to do a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. All of our, information regarding these bad bacterial concentrations of the gut find that these bacteria that are bad do not like to eat vegetables <laughs> and they die if you feed them vegetables whereas if you feed them grains and other saturated fats they tend to grow. And so one and, of the factors
1: in my becoming a vegetarian is Dr. Gates if you tune in every week is always talking about studies and studies and studies and studies and studies. And I've read a few studies and probably hundreds in this particular subject. And not one of them ever said, all of them ever said if you're gonna get this vitamin or if you're gonna get that mineral or if you're gonna decrease infection or if you're gonna decrease the antibioti the, the bacterial effect or on your gut or that everyone said and the way you can do that is and every one of them would say, Eat spinach, eat broccoli, eat nuts, eat the none of them ever said, Go kill a cow and eat it. I'm not anti people eating meat, okay, just for the record. However, And for with that and other other considerations, I mean, after you read a couple of hundred of those articles, you start going. Maybe I should eat a lot more vegetables, or maybe I should just eat, you know, stick to the vegetables and meats. And I'm not, and I eating meat a couple of times a week. It just works better for me to not do that. So, but yeah, yeah, the studies.
0: There's something termed dysfunctional mitochondria, which basically means your body cannot make energy. We're now seeing that viral infections can cause the little energy powerhouses in your cells not to work. We can see that uh, CoQ10, I'm sure a lot of you out there take taking CoQ10, can help the mitochondria to work a little better. But lots of times it's underlying immune response not clearing out intracellular infections like viruses, like mycoplasma, that can result in the mitochondria starting to fail. So that's a more minor one relative to this topic. Uh, now we're on to stress, the infamous stress. And At this point in the broadcast, like we do almost every week, We mentioned the book, Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. (laughs) I couldn't read it, I was trying to have a name for the article. article. It is by Dr. Robert Sapolsky, he's from Stanford University. He is a neuroscientist and he is the world's foremost researcher on stress. And this book, even though it can be technical at times, is the best lay piece of literature we've ever seen regarding the effects of stress on the human being, especially chronic stress. We have so many patients or they'll say, "Oh, I'm not under stress. I'm not under stress." And you start to ask them more questions, and they're losing their house, and they're going through a divorce, <laughs> you know, all these factors. Yet they're or just. Or I'm handling it well. Yeah, i mean, handling well. Yeah. I'm not stressed. Dr. Rutherford will always make fun of me because I have a tendency to be more of a Type A personality, and he'll say, "I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed," <laughs> because a lot of us because are. Because that's under what a lot he says. Yeah, I'm not stressed because I'm a like, lot of us are we're... under a lot of stress, or maybe it's self-imposed stress in our daily routine that is affecting us. And we need to acknowledge the effects of stress on the human being. And really, it's not a good thing to be chronically stressed out, especially it can lead to your gastrointestinal tract breaking down. It can imbalance your immune system. It can shut off reproductive function. It can shut off digestive function. And so now if your pH in your stomach is 3 versus 2, then you can get exponentially more protein in your small intestine. That can be hard for your intestine. In other words, your stomach's
1: not acidic enough to break down the foods that go in there, and if they don't get broken down, like proteins or even minerals and things in like it, oh. then they're not getting to the place where they need to get to, okay. or they'll get to the place where they need to get to, but they won't be absorbed because they're they're too large. For those who are having nutrient deficiency problems, you might be taking nutrients that just aren't breaking down because you have enough. Mm-hmm. hydrochloric acid in your stomach. And we see that all the time, especially as and we stress age. stress causes that. Yeah, Aging stress. and stress causes. Yeah, exactly. And I would say relative to stress, as we've done this over the years, I, I, I tend to see things in like categories or I don't know how you would call it, but, but if I really had a catalog, we, we do majorly just more or less now chronic pain, chronic fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, peripheral neuropathies, these things that just go on and on and on. Chronic pain technically is what? Pain that's there for more than six weeks or something like that. But, I mean, th- these are situ migraines for years and, and things of that nature. And if I had to put in huge categories, I would say stress is, a, is is like maybe the factor that if we don't break the stress cycle for that patient, they're not getting better. You're right. Uh, I see immunity as more than inflammation, I see inflammation as kind of a subset of immunity. So I know inflammation is the big thing out there, but we see a tremendous amount of autoimmune patients. Um, we didn't set out to do that, it's just that those are the patients that showed up with these problems. Uh, and, and so inflammation, so I'm, and I'm trying to draw a little picture, you've got stress, you've got autoimmunity, for those of you who have these types of problems. You have yes the infamous inflammation because inflammation the point is going to be
0: uh,
1: is something that can be marketed and tons of products can be sold on it and they're expensive uh, and and some of them work temporarily but in the end and then you have fish oil <laughs> you know that that isn't working maybe quite as well as the rest of the things but I think those seem to be the two biggest things it, it, I mean if I had to put two big categories of chronic pain I'd probably mm-hmm. put stress. Mm-hmm. It's just where, where Dr. Gates is right now, and autoimmunity, which is essentially affected by
0: pretty much everything that we're. I agree. Talking yeah, I mean, you're talking about an immune system throughout the entire body that can create inflammation in a and, second. And again, yeah, trying, three grams of fish oil is not
1: okay. And there it's it is. not going to so I'm trying, That's what we're trying to build. This years. is the problem, and 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 then you got someone on television telling you to take this, and then this is going to this is going to change your problem. And of all the things that you're told we just see the least result with mm-hmm. this. So that's why we picked it as a topic to give us a vehicle to talk about the framework of what really gets you to the point of taking fish oil or other things and, 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 and the
0: effectiveness of each. So I mean, now it's important. Now we're gonna talk about hormones. Hormones can be associated with inflammation, especially inflammatory states where prolactin increases. Prolactin can be an inflammatory hormone. Uh, so we test patients for that. We also see with obesity that obesity will create almost its own set of hormones throughout the body that are inflammatory and cause a person to keep eating and send signals to the gastrointestinal tract for only certain bacteria to grow, the bad bacteria. It's very, very interesting. And so obesity can be associated with that. Obesity can also be associated with conversion of a dominant hormone to a non-dominant hormone, termed aromatization. So what that means is that a female can take on more male characteristics, and vice versa. A male can take on more female characteristics.
1: More specifically, even than that, it means that you, as a female, have it, have chemical processes that are turning your well, as a male, it's turning your testosterone into estrogen, yeah, yeah, right. and in a female, it's uh, producing more testosterone from the estrogen mm-hmm. itself. Right. And there are other things that go along with it, but. I would hope you probably intuitively realize that's not a good thing as a female to have too much testosterone or as a male to have too much estrogen.
0: Exactly. And those can be inflammatory for the whole system by basically causing more body mass, more inflammation, more obesity. And try,
1: if you have that happening, you're not losing weight. If you're heavy and you're trying to lose weight and you want to know one of the like 12 reasons why that's not happening, that's a major player. And the major player also is what you just mentioned with the gut and that and the bacteria that exactly. create those two things. Man, if you're not if you if you truly are trying to lose weight and you can't lose weight, you have either one of those two things. it is not happening. And fish oil isn't fixing it. Yeah, I was thinking though. I I, I guess I made a, a statement that I'm going to roll back on. I have had some folks that have taken fish oils and felt like their hormone.
0: Uh, Uh, function did improve to some degree so I'll concede that Mm -hmm. (laughs) that. touche and then the last one is toxins Um, we don't see this as being a major factor for many of our patients but have we seen it clinically yes where a person has been exposed to toxins heavy metals other chemicals where that can disrupt their physiology it may affect insulin production from the pancreas can affect uh, the way the pain neurons transmit information. It can cause things like peripheral neuropathy. So toxins are important. We have a gal right now, I think we mentioned it in a previous broadcast, where she, we referred her to another doctor who's now doing chelation with her because she has been exposed to heavy metals. And this is someone who's been to the University of Utah Medical Center twice for two weeks, days, both times, was flown there by her insurance. And even though she hadn't gotten better in that setting, now she is like a different person she's coming back to life. Right. So toxins can be a big factor.
1: And the thing, for those of you who are alternative-oriented, uh, I'll just tag on to that. People come in and in their consult, they're possessed with the toxins. And, and I understand why that is, because when I first got into this, oh my, part of the functional medicine hours that I took, and I took over 300 hours postgraduate in, in functional medicine uh, before I started to get into this. And there was a... There was a Man, the hardest section of the whole thing was toxins, and they went over every toxin known to man. And I was freaking out because I'm thinking, like, how do you test them and how do you chelate them out? I mean, chelation can get pretty expensive. Those of you who may be aware of that it can get up to like thirty thousand dollars. Not as expensive as taking the <laughs> as taking the, the shot of shot of juice for thirty-two or thirty-six or forty dollars a bottle or whatever it is by any means. But in the end. Um, we have found that only, it seems like only targeted people really where toxins are really a big issue. And, and, and like Dr. Gates is saying, we'll find mostly it'll be a heavy metal here. Something, something that'll be really obvious in the history, like this gal's husband, we're in Nevada. Mining's a big thing here. This gal's husband worked in the mines. She has an autoimmune problem. She's diabetic type one, even though she was a division one college basketball player. She's diabetic type one. And what happens is the antibodies um, that were made against her pancreas and were probably attacking other things. And then when, when the husband comes home from the mines with all these metals all over and she's exposed, so she's washing his exposed, then, then that was absorbed into her. Turns turned out that she was doing better, but that has majorly broke the case. I mean, yeah. she is getting so much better, exactly. and, and we, we've had her do some metal chelation. And, and and so she's doing way way better. Being done by a medical doctor. Right, <laughs> we us. we work with an integrated practice, right. and, and uh, that's not something that we can do as non medical personnel. But we have a in this state. In this state. In this state. So we have an osteopath here who who has who is doing that. And, the, and so, again, uh, if you talk about inflammation, <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 so that's a that so that's a significant part of the inflammation. And again, I I'm trying to make the point of I do the interviews here, so, so I kind of have a good feel for what people are coming in expecting and kind of wanting to direct us towards. And inflammation's a big one. Seems like everybody that comes in here is officially on vitamin D. And the vitamin D is probably justified. There's there's still a lot of misunderstandings. But it's on again the same D. concept that we should talk about. Uh, okay. Okay. And, and and we could talk about we could do another one on vitamin D. We really be, should. You're but really we actually great. could probably do it right now.
0: <laughs> if you, I mean, you're here. You're interested. Yeah, the snippet on vitamin D is we test all of our patients for vitamin D. And they're all low. Yeah. And they're all low. I, it is a rarity if we get one a month that is not low. Yes. And so, well, in I, essence, we a year. Yeah. <laughs> the current studies are showing that patients who are deficient in vitamin D can take vitamin D, but really the underlying problem is blah, 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 blah. The immune system. And so the immune system is chewing up the vitamin D at such a high rate. That's why the vitamin D is low. A lot of our patients can take ten thousand IUs of vitamin D, vitamin D a day and they have no change right. in their laptop. And we've seen patients who have gone through our who have gone through the protocols
1: uh-huh. of figuring out which of these are their problems and then eliminating them or calming them and getting them control And without giving them vitamin D, seeing their yeah, vitamin, vitamin D can creep go up. up. Exactly. Without them taking any vitamin D, I, I guess that's kind of the point we're we're trying to make um, relative to pretty much everything. But but we're, again, I think the fish oil thing is just to me it's it, there's so much marketing involved with it, and then there's so many dead little fishies out there. <laughs> I'm not that bad, but I mean I'm just that was just a joke, but but kinda a joke. I mean there's a lot of fish oil flying around. <laughs> You go to your local pharmacy and there's an entire section on fish oil that equals yes, true. every other mm-hmm. supplement put together. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of what kinda of, a little bit of what's you know, kind of set this off in, in a sense of maybe this is a good tool to make a point. And vitamin D is the same. And 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 again, I, I would have to say from thirty some years of being involved in this type of stuff, that when you start seeing something like that, you go to Costco and they had this ginormous section on fish oils, then they had this ginormous section on vitamin D. Somebody's selling that stuff. And, and, and I mean, now you go to the doctors, it's low vitamin D. Everybody's even get, even the docs are on board. They're giving shots for vitamin D, um, 55,000. They're doing huge capsules, 50,000. Now they're, doing capsules. 50, now they're capsules. doing capsules. Yes. I, and, and so, um, but why? You know, what is, is another thing you know, that the fish oil speaks to, and that, and that vitamin D now is, is now on our, on our target here, <laughs> speaks to, is early on in my career, I when I took over this practice um, from a gentleman who was doing um, nutritional work, the mantra of the alternative world was, we are getting to the cause of the problem with vitamin A or vitamin C or this, that and everything. And it was kind of true, but I think it was just simply, it was less. It was less dangerous than trying to do it any other way. But in my mind, it was still well. Okay, if I got to take this for the rest of my life, then you know, am I getting to the cause of the problem? And so I was. I wasn't very enthusiastic about what I was doing. And the interesting part was the. And so we. I do it, and I actually did muscle testing back then, which has its has its strengths. Okay, it's not something that we use, but um, but that was a little bit iffy for me. Maybe I just wasn't good at it. You know, it's entirely possible for all, the, uh, all, all of you who do the kinesiology out there. But on top of it, you know, I noticed that uh, certain people couldn't afford to do vitamins, so I would give them a blood sugar diet. And in three months, they'd be like a different human being. <laughs> they'd be great, and their, their energy levels would be good, and their brain would be better, and so on and so forth. And I, then I started to kind of lose confidence because I thought, now this seems to be getting to the cause of the problem. This seems to be coordinating their physiology. This seems to be reducing inflammation. Their brain's starting to work better. You're supposed to take fish oil for your brain. Why? Because your brain's inflamed. Okay. I mean, you're not taking cholesterol for your brain, are you? And your brain's 50% cholesterol. Why aren't we out there selling cholesterol? You, we need to do a whole show. Okay. We just have to do it. We'll
0: do it. Cholesterol, we're being speak. smacked with some topics. We've got to do gluten, probably again. Non celiac gluten sets. Cholesterol bugs me more than anything. Yet. You right.
1: guys are being so scammed on cholesterol. And, and Dr. Gates will probably get nervous when I say that. But I'll do that one. I'll tell you what.
0: Right well, it goes back to okay, the average American eating two Big Macs a day and what they're eating. Yeah, will a maybe help them? Possibly. But again, it's neglecting, but it's neglecting the underlying cause. I mean, some of right. our patients, their cholesterol goes down by just correcting these basic things. Right. But so, the so system you go is back not set brain. up to
1: change someone's nutrition. No, no.
0: So you so go so back I mean. to the
1: brain, and you go back to the fish oils for the brain. What are the fish oils doing? It's calming down inflammation. You get a person a blood sugar diet, it calms their blood sugar down. Oh, guess what abnormal blood sugar does to your brain, whether it's high or low, it creates inflammation in the brain. Indeed, I finally have heard some something on the news not very long ago, it couldn't have been less it's less than two months ago, that said they're thinking that diabetes causes inflammation of the brain and Alzheimer's. And, we right. can, and we've talked, and about, we've talked, about, talked about calling it yeah. diabetes type 3 for, yeah, for exactly. a while now, because uh, people have Alzheimer's, blood sugar is definitely involved. There's a couple things involved. It seems to me like blood sugar and autoimmunity and inflammation is definitely involved.
0: Oh, yeah. And That's then the the inflammation thing. it
1: opens it up to all of this
0: and now stress and is now going you're gonna to to take as well how much fish oil three grams three grams and your brain's gonna be better which is and I the guess recommended what, dose. so many of our patients come and take in a gram and a half which the studies have shown do nothing. <laughs> so I guess what we're
1: banging against is some of the advertisements out there take your fish oil and this is gonna be great and so on and so forth and you know you, you, you're gonna to have to understand that what we're going through is a societal problem right now. Um, society's changed. We take a lot of antibiotics. Now that's starting to come back on us, I'm sure everybody's aware. We take too many non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, the, the, the Tylenols and the aspirins and all these different types of things that are, that are damaging your liver and your gut and your stomach and your cell walls. and, and It's creating inflammation. <laughs> it's creating the inflammation that it's supposed to kind of help to, to affect. So stress stress the toxins eh, you know a little bit a little bit I get that you know but but um if you're not feeling good and you have inflammation and you're taking things and it's not working I mean I mean what we're talking about is what has to be done you need to you need to start looking at the whole ball of wax at, you know even your sleep you need to look at even not enough sleep is inflammatory <laughs> to you for those of you who are excited that you sleep four to six hours a night so Mm-hmm. So it's so we're putting it all in fish oil today. We're using it as a as a tool for
0: more of us. So I think that pretty well covers the topic. I mean, we can go on, but I think we've hit the main points. At the 45-minute mark, we're we're at the
1: 45-minute mark. mark. Let's see, we've done nutrition, we've done stress, we've done energy. yeah, we did them all. Yeah. Well, we pretty much now. Yeah. If you're if you're enjoying this, then then you know please don't miss next week. Next week is kind of a big, big deal in most people's uh, uh, journey to wellness. So, okay, that's it for this week. Thank you for watching again and uh, take care.